Ladies and gentlemen, SEC and State Nation, welcome to the first episode of State the SEC. I'm your host, Casey Everett. I'm so happy to be here and to be another podcast outlet to hear and talk about Mississippi State and all SEC sports. Please allow me to introduce myself. I've been in the podcast world for about a year and a half. My other podcast that I have covers the FCS level football and mid-major sports for Northern Arizona University and the Big Sky Conference. I am from Arizona, but now I live in Columbus, Mississippi. And you can't live in the South and not talk about SEC football and all the other sports. Besides, Mississippi is in the heart of it, and we all know that state is a lot better than Ole Miss. So please, come along this wild ride with me. I'll have fans of all different SEC teams on as I will have a round table discussion. And I will also have coaches from Mississippi State in the future episodes. So for this first episode, I'm going to talk to a fellow SEC fan and a know-it-all of Tennessee, Matt Downs. Next up is Matt. Let's get ready to state the SEC. Ladies and gentlemen, I have Matt Downs with me on the line. How are you, sir? Doing good, you? You know, I am doing all right. Thank you for coming on the very first episode of State the SEC. Means a lot. Oh, it's an honor. You get a UT fan on your very first episode. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's okay. It's all right. I now have a UT on and on Mississippi State podcast, so how about that? This has been an absolute crazy year with COVID, sports being canceled, the world just kind of shutting in. Now that it's starting to kind of pick back up, we're seeing glimpses of what it could possibly be coming back to but the sports world is still having issues. What's your thoughts on what COVID has done to the sports world? I think COVID has made the sports world, made it stop in March, technically, you know, when you had the basketball tournaments going on. And then, you know, you got all the conferences, you know, postponing, and then you got the professional sports delaying you know, people first thought, okay, this is going to be for a few weeks. This is going to be something that's not going to last very long. We'll get back to normal. And then you start going into April, and then you go into May, and you got people, like, wondering if sports going to come back. 
and you start hearing rumors, you know, during COVID that you've got these sports coming back in the summer with MLB coming back, NHL coming back, NBA, people get excited. But then it's also kind of difficult. How are they going to do it during do it like this? You know, um, you got teams playing in a bubble. You got teams that, you know, MLB had to rearrange their schedule uh, to play only division games and, you know, made a 60-game season. MLB was a totally different thing. I can go into that all day, all night about it. But, you know, it created chaos. Um, players wanted to play. Owners were wanting to wait. Um, you know, in college, you know, it hurt the college sports, really, for your spring sports. Uh, baseball, softball, soccer, track, all that stuff hurt because those players were wondering, am I going to be able to be able to come back next season? Um, you see drafts get changed. It, it was something that it, everybody kind of felt like, is this going to change our sports going forward for the next one year, two years, three years, five years, instead of how it is now? So you saw the change. And then I think people kind of gradually just said, okay, we just want it back. We don't care what form or fashion it is. Right. Definitely. You know, we have so many being here in the South. We cannot live without our football and without our other sports. We just can't. Um, and, I, and that's definitely what SEC has really done is, it's almost like they're saying, you know, we need to play. Now, I, I like the idea that the NCAA and each conference has given where if you have players on your teams that wants to opt out, they will get an extra year, which is fair. Right. Um, in fact, if I'm right, uh, NCAA says basically this year is not going to count. Whether you play or don't play, you're going to get an extra year of eligibility. We have some big moves with Mississippi State. Mike Leach is coming from Washington State to Mississippi State, and he's going to be bringing his air raid into the SEC. What's your thoughts on Mike Leach? I think Mike Leach, I will say this, he is a winner. Everywhere he's been, he has won. At Texas Tech, I think at one point when he beat Texas, they were in the top five, top ten. You know, he's done great there. You know, he had an issue at Texas Tech with uh, the concussion story that happened. He goes to Washington State, a football program that's not really known for football since the 90s. Turns them in kind of into a couple, maybe third, fourth best team in the Pac-12. You know, does really well with them offensively. Comes down to the SEC, where in the SEC, as you know, is a ground-and-pound style of football. Definitely. Yes, there was talks in 2017 of Mike Leach coming to Tennessee, which would have been huge at that point because that's probably that would have been his biggest program he would have ever gotten. But with him coming to Mississippi State, a program that, you know, has had it pretty rough here lately since Mullen left, um, I think he brings some energy. He's a guy that doesn't really, you know, like being around the media, but he will make it entertaining talking to the media, bring something fresh. His speed is a spread option, pass-happy offense. I think it's going to change some things in the SEC on how teams play defense, especially because you've seen it like 
everybody's a ground and pound pretty much up until you know up until now and now mike leach is here and everybody's kind of like whoa we've got to start working against this big 12 style offense and he got that really good qb costello from from stanford Mm -hmm. i mean that's huge for for state fans right there that's kind of been y'all's that's kind of been mississippi state's trouble you know, since Prescott left. Right. So he, he's a quarterback whisperer, and he's got a pretty good resume with quarterbacks too. You know, Tim Couch in the 90s at Kentucky. He was at Oklahoma. He, you know, got Graham Harrell and Kingsbury. Like, he's a quarterback guru, and that's what Mississippi State needs. Definitely. Jeremy Pruitt, talking about Tennessee, he's the uh, – Big man on campus for the Vols. It's going to be his third season at the helm. He's 13 and 12 with one bowl win. Uh, if you if you could give him a grade, what would it be and why? I think with the mess that Jeremy Pruitt walked into um, and being able, you know, I had a disastrous first year. You know, you don't put high expectations on coaches in their first year anyway. Right. So, year two started off pretty rocky, one and four, which a lot of people were very upset. And then the Mississippi State game, which I was there, got the witness, was a, a season changer for Tennessee, right? What he's done is changed the culture. He's kind of bringing the Alabama mindset, being under Nick Saban, to Tennessee, getting the program changed around a little bit to where Tennessee's being talked again in a good light. Granted, he has made some he, – he, he does some things sometimes make you scratch your head, like kick an onside kick early in the game or whatever. But I think the way he has brought the program to where it was three years ago when Butch left and now, i got to give him at least a solid B-. minus. Uh, right. I, I mean, expectations are through the roof this year too. So, you know, I, I think this is a project for Jeremy Pruitt that's going to take a couple more years till you really get the good grade on Jeremy. That's fair. That's fair. South Carolina is your first game. What have you heard about them? As as uh, do you know if many players have po- you know, opted out? Do you know what's going on with them? How do you feel you guys are going to face uh, against them? Uh, South Carolina is. Let me say this is a make or break year for Must Champ. So he's going into a crucial year with them. Um, I expect their defense to be solid, as, as it usually is. Their offense has always been question marks. Um, you know, the thing with Muschamp is he's a defensive coach, so he doesn't really spend – you know, usually defensive coaches with their offense isn't that big, uh, you know, in, in, in the grand scheme of things stat-wise and all that. I think South Carolina is a good test for Tennessee game one. Uh, here's a crazy stat for you. I don't know if you know this, but like the last 10 to 12 years, minus last year's game, it was a possession or less difference in the game, scoring-wise. So I expect it to be another close, nail-biter, typical Tennessee-South Carolina game. And they played some good, you know, defense uh, against our offensive line, which I'm really interested to see because our offensive line is supposed to be one of the best in the SEC this year. Their D-line usually is pretty good. So I think it's a pretty good matchup for both teams game one. Now, I was told 
Granted, once again, I'm not from the South. I'm not from Mississippi. I am from Arizona. So some of these things I'm learning for the first time, right? I was told recently that Mississippi State and Tennessee don't really care for each other that much. Here's a little bit of a Tennessee-Mississippi State thing. Tennessee and Mississippi State used to play each other a lot before the conference split. It came, you know, when uh, Arkansas and South Carolina came in 92 in the SEC. Tennessee and Mississippi State pretty much generally would play each other quite a bit on a regular basis. A lot of good close games between the two. Um, but since then, I know the 98 game, Tennessee, uh, Mississippi State and SEC, SEC title, uh, that's probably the biggest game of them two playing each other. Tennessee fans, we don't look at Mississippi State as a rival. Um, you know, they're not nowhere really near on our mind, no disrespect to Miss State, but we don't play them on a regular basis. Um, but I think in other sports, you've got basketball, especially in women's basketball now. Yeah. It has gotten very good. You know, Tennessee, you know, at Pat Summit was, you know, the apex predator of women's basketball. Now everybody's caught up. Mississippi State's done well. Tennessee's kind of struggled since Pat left. There's a little bit there in that. Baseball, I know you guys at Mississippi State are huge in baseball, um, which, personally, I love college baseball. I think it's a sport that needs more recognition. Tennessee's getting better in baseball. You're starting to see some games. I know Tennessee played Mississippi State in 2019. It was a pretty good series. Um, there, I think Mississippi State took – two of the three, but other than that, Mississippi State is, when it comes to football, is not on our radar. Right. Like they're in our season, you know, when we play them. So, you know, it, it, like for you guys, Mississippi State, it's Ole Miss, LSU, Bama. Right, definitely. For us, it, for us it's Florida, Georgia, Bama, and then our two longest rivals, Vandy and Kentucky. So. Got it. A state goes to LSU for the first game of the season. And with as many LSU players opting out, I'm really feeling that MSU gets the upset this year. What, what, what's your thoughts? It helps you having yeah. all the guys from LSU gone. You know, after na last year's national title team from LSU, you know, they lost players to the NFL. Then this year they've had their best receiver leave. Um, it could – it could be interesting matchup. It really can be. Now, do I see Mississippi State pulling the upset? Probably not. I still think LSU's got a little bit of talent. But I do kind of feel like Mike Leach it can be the X factor because LSU's now got Bo Pelini as a D.C. Right. Remember Bo Pelini, who used to be at LSU a long, long time ago. He was at Nebraska and was at Youngstown State. He's a great D.C. So, that's going to be the matchup there is Leach versus Pelini and who can out-coach each other during the game. So, I think you guys can keep it close, probably up to halftime, maybe third quarter, fourth quarter, anything can happen. Right. Do you think Alabama's overrated? Honestly, after the season they had last year, with so many injuries, they had a disappointing year, I see them coming back as a team going to be playing pissed off, honestly. Okay. Uh, I think Alabama, as long as Nick Saban there, is there, they're going to be 
the top dog in the West. All right. With his recruiting, I do kind of see them sliding a little bit, and that's because of Jeremy Pruitt. You know, Jeremy Pruitt was was there as a DC for two years, and he's gone. He took over when Kirby left to go to UGA. Alabama's defense hasn't been the same. So, and now they're changing. They've had quarterback with Hurts and Tua. Now they get a Mac Jones, who is your typical Alabama before those two guys, game-managing quarterback. It's going to be interesting on how Alabama plays an offense this year than they had the last three or four years. Right, definitely. Looking at your schedule this year, what do you think it's going to be for your record? Well, I did my prediction video on Vol page I run a couple weeks ago. First off, I I love the outlook of the schedule. It's spaced out pretty well because of typical Tennessee schedule. You get Florida, Georgia, Bama within the first seven weeks of the year. This year, that doesn't happen. You got some games, you know, first two, obviously, South Carolina and Mizzou, which is kind of a good way to start your year, especially after last year. Uh, you get Georgia week three, which is going to be huge. One of the first five big games for Tennessee. That's a shocker. That's going to be my upset for Tennessee. Right, right. Uh, so I, I think the schedule lays out pretty well for us. The back half of the schedule is a little tough. You get AM and Auburn back-to-back, and then you get uh, Vandy, then Florida. So Florida's last game of the year. And just to remind everybody that listens, I want you guys to know Tennessee has never lost to Florida in December. So we'll, we'll see what they got this year. We'll see. We'll see what Florida's got. We'll see what we got. I expect somewhere around seven, eight wins for Tennessee. There's a lot of people that's predicting Florida to win the conference this year. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, Dan Mullen's good offensive coordinator. He did a good job Miss State when he was there. But Florida's a bigger program with – different athletes. I think he can have Florida in the mix. Let's say Florida's always going to be in the mix with Mull- as long as Mullen's there. Right. Definitely. So you got Tennessee, Georgia, Florida going to be your three. Then you got Kentucky, that dark horse team that can upset anybody at any given Saturday for how and, they played the last couple of years. So. And State state gets to go, go to Kentucky this year. So we'll that see. That is a must win for you oh, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I completely agree with you. Well, Matt, thank you again for coming on. Is there anything else that you would want to say? Uh, just two more. 15 uh, – tomorrow will be 14 days. And we got two more weeks to wait to that big boy football starts up. But the ACC and the Big 12 had their little moment in the sun, and when the SEC starts, it's all SEC from there. All so, right. I'm glad sports are coming back. I'm glad football's coming back. NFL started yesterday, but it's all about the SEC. Always and forever. Always. This means more. There you go. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon, okay? Appreciate it. All right. Hey, thanks again for Matt Downs coming onto the show. I am very excited and pumped up that football season is coming back. We already got football on. We're just waiting for that SEC monster to start kicking up. I really, really think there's something real big brewing down there in Mississippi State and Starkville. We're ready. 
I think I think we are definitely ready. I hope all of you have enjoyed this first episode of State the SEC. Next week, I'm going to be having Steve Robertson with Mississippi State 24-7 Sports on. He and I are going to talk a lot about just what's going on with State, Leach, the rest of the coaching staff, and what to kind of look forward to for this year. Alrighty, guys. I'm out. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. If you want to follow along on other content that I have, you can always follow me at Twitter, at StateTheSEC, or on Facebook, at StateTheSEC. If you have questions or comments, you can also email me at StateTheSEC at gmail.com. With that, I'm out. Always remember, never forget, root MSU. I see the bad moon horizon. I see trouble on the way. I see.